Hi, I'm Simon Hill, and you're watching Purebred Reds, Adelaide United Fan TV. Hi, I'm Daniel Mullen, former Adelaide United player and Asian Champions League winner with Western Sydney Wanderers. When it comes to any of my soccer needs, I do my shopping here at Soccer Locker. An Australian-owned and operated business, the store is located at Shop 5 of 181 to 183 Grange Road, Finden. Founded in 2017, Soccer Locker was introduced into the market to fulfil all the soccer-related needs of Australians, providing a huge range of quality clothing and equipment, ranging from soccer balls, team kits, goalkeeper gear, accessories and much more. Recently arrived stock also includes stunning retro kits from some of our favourite past eras as fans of the world game. Soccer Locker is a specialist in Premier range boots, Adidas and Puma, goalkeeper gear and licensed merchandise. Visit us online at www.soccerlocker.com.au with free delivery Australia wide. So get shopping now at our Finnan store, open from 10am to 5.30pm from Monday to Friday and open Saturdays from 9am to 3pm. G'day guys and welcome to the Purebred Reds, Adelaide United Fan TV. I'm your host Ellis Skelios, joined today to preview our game against the Newcastle Jets on Sunday by a club legend, our only ever Johnny Warren medalist of course and he's a former player of both Adelaide United and the Newcastle Jets in the A-League. I speak of Marcos Flores. Marcos, welcome. Thank you, you very much, man. Thanks for having me. How are you? You alright? I'm good. Very busy. Very busy. With the Lots going on. We're going to talk all about it. Guys, we're coming to you from the premises of Soccer Locker today, the only football specialist store in South Australia. They are our amazing sponsors and uh, we're here today to showcase all their fantastic products that they have here in store. Get down here. They're based in Grange on Grange Road. Not very far away at all from Cooper Stadium, a two-minute drive, in fact. And uh, before we get going, Marcos, I'm going to just talk about some of the new products that have come in. We've got these fantastic copper boots. Uh, now, you you won a Johnny Warren medal playing for Adelaide United. I reckon you might have won one more if you were wearing those <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, well, no. Well, look, uh, um, the, the the fact that it's you know pure black and, and got little details there. Well, I was Adidas boy, um, and even my last. Soccer boots um, were Adidas black also, so they were copper, um, and, I, and, and I love them. That is a really good one. Maybe I get, I get one of them after the interview. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> you're going to have to. Goalkeeper specialists here at Soccer Lock, if you're a budding goalkeeper, make sure you come out and inspect all they've got on offer regarding goalkeeper apparel. We've got some great gloves here. Um, you played against some great goalkeepers. Who would you say is the best one? Eugene Galekovic. The one you played with. And against, obviously. The, uh, yes, Eugene um, Galekovic was was amazing, and then and then well, other other goalkeepers that play national team in Paraguay, but but I think I think Eugene Galekovic was the best. Beautiful. And uh, we've also got this fantastic retro Argentina kit. It's a Maradona kit. Now uh, this is a little close to home, I'm sure. Marcola. Yeah, lovely one. Yeah. Talk to us about Maradona quickly, because obviously, uh, you know, he did pass away yeah, last yeah. year, and uh, he's a legend. Uh, do you have fond memories growing up uh, watching Diego? Yeah, and um, and and the memories come with with this with this brand, you know, because that was a brand where, iconic. Yeah, iconic in '86, and and so important for for Argentina because that World Cup, specifically '86, is where. Maradona become that 
the historic player of the the history of the of football and, and regardless the hand of the ball and, and, and the best goal of the century um, the, I was amazed to think that that two goals were in seven minutes so in between seven minutes he scored these two goals from 50, 50 something minutes in that half versus England, England to 65 minutes two biggest goals in the history of football in the same game. Probably I'd say from that period of time, the only highlights that are continually played back. For me as a younger person, mm -hmm. having not been around at that time, that vision will just never stop playing with us. And uh, he was a legend and uh, you can come into Soccer Locker and grab a uh, collector's item Maradona kit. Uh, they are really, really quite beautiful and uh, you're not going to get it anywhere else here in Adelaide, guys, so make sure you come into Soccer Locker, grab a Maradona kit, and uh, you might see Marcos doing some shopping in here as well. Uh, Marcos, we've got a lot to get through, obviously. Uh, you, of all things, recently have... You have uh, opened a football club. You founded a football club, Adelaide Atletico. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more towards the end of the video about how it's all going, but just tell us how busy it's all getting. Obviously, you're going to be competing in the amateurs. You've got a junior base as well. So much going on, really occupying all your time at the moment. Um, but also, a real unique thing that we're never really going to see from many ex-footballers, particularly in a place like Australia, starting up a, a football club that offers so many special pathways to young players. Tell us how it's all going. Well, um, it is a beautiful mission that we're really proud of to, to actually uh, represent Adelaide Athletic Football Club. Um, we are. We have a privilege to uh, to to be part of this journey. All of us, we feel the same because we're trying to be a club that is in, with, with inclusivity, with inclusion, with affordability, with respect, with fairness, with technology. Um, just putting these values into the into the constitution or into the into the website is one thing. Preaching and living like with these values are a challenge. Um, and parents, players, coaches, we are on the same page. We believe that in juniors the result is not important and, and that, that is more important that everyone is having fun and developing themselves, you know, placing the fundamentals in, in, in every single player. Beautiful stuff. I'm just going to quickly turn the volume up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and they, yeah, obviously come with a short as well, so I think it's 20, yeah, 24 gear that's as well, so. Gee, thank you. Oh, see, look. Ready to so we're going to preview the big game against Newcastle Jets. Marcos Flores kicking off Sunday. Uh, make sure you catch it on Fox Sports and Carry Sports if you're not travelling for the game. Uh, it is a 6.10pm kickoff at McDonald Jones Stadium and at the time of filming we've got no squad lists. Uh, so before we get into the thicker things, Marcos, uh, let's discuss one of your other ex-clubs, Melbourne Victory. Uh, we absolutely took them apart on Saturday night, 3-1 win. Uh, firstly, what did you make of that performance? That, um, uh, Yangi changed the dynamic of the game big time. A super sub that gives a lot of energy. Yeah. Mental victory from his first minute they were 
trying to fix things by kicking, by tackling, and, and when the things are going your way, and when the things are not really clicking, and, and the things don't go right, you don't fix it, only kicking. There are a lot of things that need to happen in that locker room. For a good, for a good, for a good fortune of LA United, that has been on the good run for two or three games, mm -hmm. and this this player, this player, Teddy Yengi, um give a boost to 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 Adelaide from the bench, and I think he was extremely extremely good. We're going to talk more about him later. He's had a very eventful week. Uh, sad to see the stuff that's gone on off the pitch as well after a young player comes up and has such an amazing moment there. But uh, we'll get onto that uh, in a little while. Just psychologically, I want to ask you this. Uh, we only played Newcastle a fortnight ago, Marcos. Uh, does the fact that we played them so recently almost give them a bit of an advantage because they'll have fire in the belly, they're going to have strong memories from, from being here two weeks ago and losing. Uh, we have to travel there now. Does that almost give them the advantage? Because they're thinking so much about that game. We're probably not thinking about that game at all after beating Melbourne Victory. That still have in the back of their mind. As a player, you've played across so many continents, seen so much in your time. Uh, there would have been occasions where you played uh, the same club in back-to-back -back sort of weeks or, you know, very recently one after the other. Um, is it a psychological defect? Is it going to weigh on their minds at all? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't have any idea, I don't have a clue how it would. Um, yeah, depending how we see things, yeah. Depending how we think, you know. Also, four days is not enough time to sometimes to recover what happened in the previous game. Yes. You know? So, can go on your negative side, you know, because you go positives, you go negatives, and. and so um, I don't know. I, I think um, I think it's gonna be an interesting game. Um, Adelaide United is full of confidence, and I don't think so that they even thinking against who they're playing. They actually thinking what they can do, and that is the way that every team should be, and every every player would be. Every game that you have is an opportunity that you that you got to 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 prove who you are or how's your. How strong is your team? So they need to bounce back. Other you know, have to keep that run and keep momentum. You know, momentum in football and in tournaments are vitals. That can that can really put you into a finals because of one good momentum of ten games. You know. So um, I wish I wish them the very best for both. Very well said. We'll move on. Uh, we're going to discuss our captain, Stefan Mork. Uh, just some five weeks ago, after we lost to Perth Glory, he was widely slated for his lack of performances and his role in the number 10 position, which uh, obviously you played to perfection at your time at the club. Um, his captaincy has been questioned as well. Um, fast forward a few weeks and uh, I think he's been one of our best players, creating so much in that playmaker role, obviously, and really leading by example. Um, are you happy with how Mork's coming along, uh, particularly in the famous position that you once occupied, Marcos? Yes, I mean, he is a completely different player um, into, into the the, what I was, which role I was having in that team back in the day. Um, he's the, 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 the new generation of playmakers when they make a lot of runs forwards and get into the and, and get to the box and they can score more goals than the previous playmakers back in the day. So he is 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 actually uh, being really dangerous 
um, breaking breaking lines with the third run and being always there and having a lot of a lot of um, a lot of influence of the ball pressing the defender mm -hmm. that causes a lot of troubles to other teams and another layer is lucky to have Yes, uh, we are. Now, you mentioned Cassini just before, so going back to him, he's had a roller coaster of a week. Uh, the racist vilification he's endured recently. Do you think, given that uh, Cassini's a strong personality, uh, that he'll be motivated to get back out there as soon as he can and really put these abhorrent racist spectators back in their place? Um, do you, I mean, you, you would have seen racism a lot in football. Um, well, they suffer also here. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you would have. Yeah, of course. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you've been you played in so many countries as well, you would have seen it happen to a lot of people. You've obviously just mentioned yourself too. Um, so tell us, based on your experiences, is it something that can motivate you when something like this happens or can it just as easily really, really bring you down and, and make it hard to, to focus and every, get back in the, the psyche? Every human is different. Every human is different. Everyone tolerates and accept and grow completely differently. Sometimes even someone discouraging you can make you quit football. Someone abusing you can give you energy. Some coach putting you in the second in the second option can make you quit football. And sometimes putting you in the second option for one player is a, is actually energy to prove the coach wrong. So everyone was different. Now what I would say is that um, unfortunately we put so much highlights in the two or three bad comments or two million comments, whatever it is, I know they shouldn't exist, which I'm completely against that. But we need to ignore it. Because if we don't ignore them, it's gonna keep continuing because they love that that that, that giving them exposure. Yeah. We incredible, this kid has the best night of his career and now 24-7 we are talking about these three um, human beings that are hiding with a, with a laptop yes. just writing a comment that have no sense. There is no, the soccer ball doesn't understand if you are white, black, yellow, blue. They don't understand if you speak English or Spanish. The soccer ball doesn't get it, mate. And this kid did amazing, and I don't want to even to mention any word of what other people are doing, discouraging others or abusing others. They don't get credit from me. And um, we should do, start doing the same thing because um, the kid had an unbelievable night, and I want to just to keep in my memory that this kid changed the game. That's my memory for, for from 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 that derby that other United play versus Manu Victory, not the three three or, or more comments that, that, that tried to destroy that, that, that night, not for me. So well said Marcos, uh, you know, I can't really put it into words, like it's, it's, it's really quite disgraceful and uh, as you said there, football knows no race, football only knows the magic players can bring and uh, it's really, really uh, profound to hear you speak that way and, and to touch on your personal experiences as well. Uh, so all the best to Cassini, but uh, just sticking on him, um, I do want to ask you, uh, is there a bit of a uh, headache for Carl Beer as the coach? Because Tommy Juric is expected to come back. Uh, he's obviously the main striker. He's expected to come back this weekend. Um, after the way Yengi played, so phenomenal, coming on, changing the game, scoring, um, does he deserve to be dropped? 
I'm not a coach, but my opinion is I'm not a legendary coach. But I think that Kabit should be blessed and should be actually thanking that he got it that trouble. Yeah, now it's time to manage it. Okay. Now it's up to him. Yeah. We need to see what he's gonna do. If he's gonna keep empowering the kid full of confidence and make the main player just to work harder to come back. Or he make the other decision. It's up to him. Whatever decision he makes, up to him. Now, I think that when you got 13, 14 players positive, full of confidence, you compete. You actually can win a championship. With 11 players, with 10 players, you can't, you, you can't do it. So he's good and he, he, he gets that problem because, you know, he could, he, the, versus remember Victory, two they come off, like I see him things went to another level. You're right. And tomorrow is going to happen that Ture will go in and, and he will do the same thing. That makes a team contender, you yeah? yeah, everyone's going to be playing at their best and that's very much what's happening at the moment. So we're going to talk about a fellow Hispanic player of yours, Javi Lopez. Uh, he's performing unbelievably well for us. Similar in age as well, mind you. You're the same age. Um, how important is the former Espanol captain to LA United? He's given a lot of experience. The team looks more calm in defence, um, and, and, and yeah, I mean it's so important that he keep he keep himself healthy, and they manage their load because it's important for the experienced players to be always in the park. Nothing makes you more fit than just playing a match fitness, um, and and I'm and I'm really pleased to see. To see his leadership and, and and every time they're building the ball from the right side, he, the guy is completing passes, he's switching the ball, accurate, and it gives a lot. And it, gives a, it is so so important that the senior players step up in that moment from United. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight that because we don't have a big contingent of South American slash Hispanic players that um, fans will remember. There's really you, Karuska. Cassio, Diego Walsh, Javi Lopez now, obviously the Spaniards, Isaias, Sirio, Pablo Sanchez, but there's really not a, a massive amount of players that came here from this Hispanic diaspora and really left their mark on fans. So uh, I wanted to, to bring that up and just highlight that. Uh, we'll move along to the Jets. Now, obviously, 2014-15, you were a Newcastle Jets player. Going to ask you about that in a minute, but uh, they lost 2-1 to Sydney FC in their most recent outing, which followed our win uh, against them here just a week before that. Uh, not much is expected of them this season, Marcos. However, they've shown tremendous fights in patches so far. I want to ask you, what have you made of, uh, of their most recent sort of A-League uh, purple patch that they've had? They've, they've gotten a lot of results. Um, obviously, we know not a whole lot expected. Caretaker manager coming in, Craig Deans, who was at the club back when you were at Newcastle Jets. He was the uh, youth team coach and an assistant back then as well. Um, firstly, just what have you made of them this season? And then talk to us about where you think the club's going, the direction they're taking, Obviously a difficult time not having an owner. Uh, we saw uh, the owner stripped Martin Lee of his licence and now they're uh, partly owned by an A-League contingent of clubs. Uh, but all that off-field stuff aside, of course when you were playing here we didn't have an owner so you can relate to that as well. Uh, all that aside though, just how do you see Newcastle and how they're travelling at the moment and how they're going to go throughout the season and the direction they're going in as a club? 
Well, um, off the park, off the park, all that issues. Sometimes, as much we don't, as the players, yeah, we we hope that will not affect affect. Um, um, it does. It makes the things more challenging. That's not a fact. When everything is alright, you know, things are going more smooth. You can win. You can lose, but. When the things go really bad outside, um, it affects. It affects people lose 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 vision, lose direction. Um, the team um, don't know much reading details. The team, but I think that they they got the strong players individually. I don't know how that they actually. Um, clicking in, in, in terms of working together, but um, it will, it, um, Newcastle is a beautiful football community, um, and, and 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 they you, you can never relax with Newcastle Jets because they can you got some spirit, some fighting, some fighting, um, uh, some fighting mentality that can t can turn the things around really easily. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, your time in Newcastle as a whole, uh, you weren't there as long as you would have liked to be, obviously, but 2014-15, uh, um, take us back to that season. Obviously, the, the last daily club you played for um, in what was a, a special career. Um, just talk to us about the sort of memories the city left on you, the club, the fans. Um, Newcastle, an iconic club, obviously. I don't have any, any tattoo um, under the... Under but if I have to do one badge of, of one club, it would be Newcastle Jets. Tell us why. Because when actually I was doing my rehab in Argentina, no one wants me. And I was really down. And Newcastle Jets gave me the opportunity to actually re recover me, to offer me rehabilitation. Um, everyone is good when you're a champion. But when you are on, the, on, on, on your knees, not many people stand up and said, oh, look, I trust you, let's come recover. So for six months I was I was really concerned about just recovering my knee. And because of that I played extra five years professional. Um, so I got a big respect for Newcastle. Um, I scored one goal in, in that So life goal, back hill. But 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 um, yeah we were we were also on that on that you know, getting, getting, we changing owners and, and things were not right. Um, but, but saying that, I, I had the best memories in terms of the football community. Um, it was lovely, a lot of good people loving the game, um, and and I had a good, a good time, um, and, and 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 the most deepest time in, in my career because man, that moment that I that my ACL in Centro Cosmanes and they told me that they were not going to extend my contract or whatever it was and I have to come back to Argentina without at 27, 28 years old thinking hmm who is gonna who is gonna sign me with that injury mm. um, and the, the fact that Newcastle Jets did it nah, I have a massive respect for them there you go folks Newcastle obviously holds a special place in your mm. heart uh, I'm sure a, a club that you have a, a real soft spot for and always will. Um, we'll move along. Before I get your prediction for the match, I want to take you back in time uh, to the 11th of September in 2010. Still the greatest piece of magic we've ever seen at Cooper Stadium. Uh, let's talk about it. Sergio Van Dyke plays the ball to you. 
you then replicated the run of the great Diego Maradona, his kit we just showed up before, dribbling past several Newcastle players, putting it into the top right-hand corner. What do you remember from it? How do you remember feeling after the ball hit the back of the net? Obviously the goal of that season, probably the greatest goal we'll ever see scored at Cooper Stadium. Uh, take us back. Well, in the warm-up of that game, uh, I done my, I injured myself during the warm-up with my low back. So necessarily, I think that I didn't have a good game that day. No one will remember that. <laughs> no one will remember that. But um, I remember that I was in such a pain, and when Sergio gave me that ball, and, and, and I went through the first player, and then the second, and then the third, and when I went to my left side, every time that I was going to my left side, I was thinking, oh my God, I'm in trouble because not many people know also I don't have a left foot. So I actually I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to keep with my left foot. Um, and then when I was striking the ball, I closed my eyes. I was thinking, just let's, let's, let's try to This has to go in now. I have to go in. Um, and when that ball um, went to that top corner, my pain went away. Yeah, I didn't have Numb. more pain. Numbed. So that was the only, the first time and the last time that I jumped to the crowd. So that was uh, my first goal in Hamash. It was so important. So, uh, such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful memory. And when I actually come off, I remember uh, when I come off. Um, um, I actually said to the coach back in the day that that I was disappointed with the game that I played, but it was it was definitely the, one of the one of the best goals that I scored. No question about that, but uh, I dare say you might have topped it recently. Uh, unfortunately, no footage, but uh, if you get out and watch Adelaide Atletico, you'll hear. <laughs> Plenty of first-hand accounts of uh, a ripping goal that you scored very, very recently. We're going to talk about them in two seconds' time. Before we do, your prediction, who wins Sunday night? Yeah, um, I think I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah. I one all, two all, what do you got? I don't know. I think it's one all. Who scores for Adelaide? Um, I hope lose Dorigo because he's my fan. Dorigo, done. Um, let's talk about Adelaide Atletico. Now, obviously, a club that's getting off the ground and you, you've broken so much ground on this project, um, it's, a, it's a really special thing. I mean, talk to us about the pathways that exist that uh, are unique to Adelaide Atletico. Obviously, starting with, with a humble base, but uh, big things in the works and, uh, you know, this club's going to be around for years and years and years. Um, so much to look forward to, so much to get excited about. Uh, talk to us about the whole experience and, uh, you know, like I said, the pathways that exist for the youth and what makes it unique and why people should be keeping an eye on what Adelaide Atletico do in the South Australian football community. We, we are really proud and excited to, to represent Adelaide Atletico with, that holds six pillars that are really important ones, affordability, inclusivity, respect, fairness, technology, community. So on these pillars we actually um, describe that Football um, must be played with in, in, in with 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 fairness, with with a lot of respect, with feedbacks, and with with juniors having a chance, you know, to don't put much attention in the results and just in the and but 
full, full focus in the evolution of the clients. We aiming to be the club that um, give an opportunity to kids that never play soccer to come and learn the fundamentals of the game. Now, if you ask me, uh, if any other United player today that represent the state has been through into the youth development back in the days, whatever club it's been, the players get into that professional elite level when they complete the fundamentals of the game. Yes. So we wanted to be this club that helps the kids to complete the basics, the fundamentals of a game as fun, engaging them to compete, engaging them to actually film that, that fundamentals, that drills, so we can show the parents why we are completing, completing the pass with the inside of the foot or with the outside of the foot. So saying that, once we help the kids to complete targets and we teach them of the part, the mentality, the discipline to listen to the coaches and to go with the mass, the, 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 the go, going intense to everything, to give everything what they got regardless of the result, Adelaide United will have better products when they get into that. 14, 15 years. I don't doubt it. So, um, there's a lot of players that are being a talented kids that cannot play the sport because it's too expensive. There is a lot of teams that cannot accept more players because um, they already full. Um, so, it, it is a good opportunity for 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 us to to actually um, develop and grow up together as a community because we got the juniors, we got amateurs in Division Four. Sundays that I'm a player there, so I'm enjoying one more year. And then we got one of the most important um, pillars in our club, uh, the Inclusion Academy, which we have uh, seniors with disability. Okay. And we got juniors, a path there for juniors to get into that into that first team um, and, and, and this it, and it's every single disability yeah so they can come they can play they train every second Saturday and we are a community a, 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 our club is a is today in the first year 120 families together so um, we are based in, in Church Campbell College in the in the Cambodian area paradise um, and we really and we're really proud and we're gonna actually present ourselves to every single club. We're, we're facing Comet now with under sevens. We're facing uh, with under six, with under sevens. We're facing Eastern United with under nines. We're facing LA City, and we're gonna go there and, and, and smile. I'm, I'm really proud to have in our lineup kids that never play soccer, and so, that is all the juniors are about. Because the question that I asked to the viewers. Yeah, I would love to ask them if they watching, if they remember how many goals they scored when they were under nine. Tell us, guys. <laughs> if you're watching, tell us. Uh, Marcos, special things, very, very special things. Um, amazing mentoring that all those players are going to have uh, with you down there, and, and also just people that care, people mm -hmm. in the community that care mm -hmm. and want to help and want to see this grow. Mm -hmm. um, great stuff doing this, and mm -hmm. we wish you all the very best going forward. Thank you. It's been a privilege having you in here uh, discussing 
your special career. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks to Softlocker for having us and uh, the gents here, Jamie and Costa. Make sure you come in, guys, see them. Uh, plenty of stock flying off the shelves here at the moment. And like I said at the top, Sokolocker is the only socket specialist store operating in South Australia. So thanks so much to them for having us. Marcos, thanks for joining us. Thank you. You enjoy your weekend. You've got plenty, plenty uh, happening. A young dad now as well. Um, so you've got a lot going on. Um, uh, let me let me actually um, thank uh, Jamie from Soccer Locker because when I actually um, trained for first time in Adelaide, uh, my first clinic, Soccer Locker were there for me and they sponsored my academy. Um, and 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 I will never forget this. You know, he he actually donated. His his soccer balls and, and 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 my academy is still running with with equipment the soccer lockers offer me. So I'm uh, thank you, soccer lockers. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful stuff. They are the best. Make sure you come in and see them, guys. Otherwise, it's been great chatting, Marcos. Uh, enjoy the game, guys. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Beautiful.